0: Welcome to Investor's Insight, where today's topic is impact of the unknown. A lot of questions about the current market. Uh, So Ty, Trey, and I want to try and answer a few of those. And one question I want to start with, one question we're getting a lot lately is, what impact will a potential Russian invasion of Ukraine have for an already volatile market? And while any individual event uh, could have different consequences in the past, it is worth noting that stocks have historically taken geopolitical events and stride. And so in reviewing this chart of the largest geopolitical events and 20 major geopolitical events dating all the way back to World War II, stocks had fully recovered losses on average of 47 days after an average drawdown of 5%. So no guarantees in any event could have different consequences in the past, but previous experiences have, in, have indicated that a possible conflict between Russia and Ukraine will unlikely have a material impact on our economy here domestically in uh, corporate profits. Uh, but there is one area that uh, we would have to look at and that would be the potential for higher oil prices and, and any impact that would have on longer term spending. But Ty, another uncertainty caused a lot of volatility in the market is the Fed. Uh, the Fed spoke last week. Give us an update on their action plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, as you said, Bobby, um, we've seen a lot of volatility in the market this year and you know, I think that's a lot of the unknowns, and one of those unknowns is what are, what is the Fed going to do? So, as we highlighted last week, the Fed um, the Fed had their meeting, uh, and so they they still were very a- ambiguous in what they wanted to do. Um, they they do want to continue tapering, which is the slowing uh, pace of bond purchases. Um, as that concludes, we're looking at a near certainty uh, of a rate hike in March. But what we don't know is, you know, how big of a rate hike. Um, And then after March, how frequent are they going to do it? Is it going to be every meeting? Is it going to be every other? Um, You know, how many are we going to see this year? Uh, And then after the rate hikes start, um, they do want to start reducing their balance sheet. And uh, by that, they want to stop reinvesting in bonds um, that they already own. So they don't want to do both at the same time. They don't want to cause too much friction, but look be on the lookout for that uh, and see when that starts. Um, also, as Trey's going to allude to, the Fed has to be nimble with a lot of choppy data out there um, between goods and services and inflation and, and GDP. There, there's a lot of mixed reviews out there. So I'm going to let Trey hit on that.
2: Yeah, the Fed mentioned that they're going to be likely data dependent, which uh, which can sometimes be frustratingly unhelpful. However, if you can identify the data they're looking at, you can start to see what what they may be doing in the near future. Throughout the, the crisis, we, we, we long focused on the jobs data because we felt like the Fed was definitely watching jobs. Well, well, the unemployment rate has, has gotten to a point where the Fed feels comfortable with jobs. So now what are they looking at? Well, a lot of people have been talking about inflation. And that's something we've been looking at closely here for the last few months. And two charts that we have constantly referred to is the goods versus services spending. Uh, something that we've talked about a couple of times is that goods spending is, is, is more inflationary than services spending. If you buy a good, it typically has to be shipped. It has to be built. It takes commodities to build something, to ship something. To go to the store, then you buy it. There's a lot. There's a lot more to buying of goods. And during the during the COVID crisis, we saw a huge spike in relative goods spending versus service spending. You can see on this chart where the goods spending really has been a well above trend the trend for for over a year now. But we're starting to see it fall closer to trend. That likely will be positive for inflation in terms of bringing inflation down. If we can see the the consumer led market. start to solve inflation without the Fed having to be overly aggressive, the Fed may get to back off some of their more aggressive tone. And this goods versus services spending is very important. Something to watch, though, is as goods come down, we need to see services go up. We don't need to see services and goods drop because that's very indicative of a recession. And that's absolutely not what we want. But a natural order of goods goods and service split will will be good for the handoff from a Fed-led economy to a naturally growing uh, economic cycle.
0: Yeah, and last week we saw some big, big swings in the market, no doubt about it. And a lot of that had to do with the unknown around the Fed's action plan uh, and then also inflation, fighting inflation. So uh, hopefully we had a great day on Friday to end the week. Hopefully we can carry that momentum into this week, but we'll see. Uh, But a lot of unknowns. So if you have questions about what's going on in the market, uh, please reach out to us, call us, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. Thanks. (music)